And when you're going through the storms of life, your best might not even be a fraction of what you're used to. So what do you do? Welcome to the Lifecraft Podcast, the place you can tune into on those days when you feel like you missed the class on how life works. Think of this as your library for life, where you get to learn from others, grow, and actually enjoy your expansion. So grab those headphones or a cup of coffee, hit the subscribe button, and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Livecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Lane, and today I have got a solo episode for you all about navigating life storms. So if you don't know, I am a health and wellness coach by profession, and I have the privilege of guiding many of my clients through some difficult times. I've also had some storms in my life of my own, and I wanted to share some powerful strategies that have made the biggest difference in my own life while going through those rough times in your life. The inspiration behind today's episode came from the beautiful Tabeka who writes for Glamour magazine in South Africa, who asked me to contribute to an article all about finding stillness in the midst of storms. And for those of you who weren't in South Africa and couldn't grab a copy of the magazine, I wanted to encapsulate these five strategies for you because they've made the biggest difference in my life. The one thing that I know is when you're going through a difficult time, you don't have the capacity to do a bunch of things. And as someone that loves self-growth, self-development, is a high performer, um, always wants to do her best, give her best, when I'm going through a rough time, it's really difficult for me to just do enough to get by. I always make, <laughs> I always make a joke and say, I, with my work, I just do enough so that I don't fire myself. But, when it comes to your life, you kind of have to do the same when you're going through a rough time. Your best will look different every day. And when you're going through the storms of life, your best might not even be a fraction of what you're used to. So what do you do? Do you just wait it out? Or are there things that you can do? There are absolutely things you can do. So I'm going to share five things that I shared with Glamour Magazine and that audience. And then I'm going to share a bonus one that I was thinking about because I went through my own challenging time these last couple of months. And the last thing made such a big difference. And it's one that I didn't plan and it's not scripted. So it's going to be 100% authentic from my heart, but it's a good one. So stick around. So get comfortable, grab a cup of tea or coffee, go on that hot girl or mental health walk, and let's dive in. So the first strategy that I want to share with you when you are going through a rough time is to learn how to be in the present moment more. Be here now. Meditation can feel a little tricky when your mind is racing and your body is in a state of stress. So that's not always a great place to begin. Because our minds are in such turmoil, we're in fight or flight mode. It's not very easy to sit down for a while and just be still. So I want you to, instead of perhaps doing a meditation or just numbing out by watching something on Netflix, if you want to do something different, practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is grounding ourselves into the present moment. You'll see that when you're going through a hard time, we tend to either focus on the future, which causes anxiety, or we ruminate about the past, which will cause things like depression to creep into our lives or a deep, deep sadness for how things used to be. Our present moment is where our power lies. It sounds so cliche, but Eckhart Tolle changed my life with the power of now. That book 
get that book. That book made the biggest difference because anytime I'm going through a rough time, anytime I don't know how to navigate a situation or a season, I remember that my power will only be in the present moment. It's not going to help my my situation by being anxious and trying to make plans around things that are out of my control because a lot of the storms in life the challenges that come up there are unexpected things that come up there are things that you could not have planned or things that feel out of your control but what you do have control over is being here and now and one of my favorite ways to do that is to tap back into your breath i call it a conscious breath where you take an inhale and an exhale and you actually focus into your body. The one thing, the affirmation that I use for myself a lot is my body brings me back into the present moment. I'll feel my feet on the floor. I'll feel the clothes on my skin. I'll follow my breath in and out and I will just be in this moment. In this moment, Eckhart Tolle always says, is perfection. There's nothing wrong in the present moment. Most of our suffering is caused by being in our minds and being anxious about the future or being sad about the past or feeling guilt and shame around these things. And if you can teach yourself while you are going through these storms to be in the present moment, to be in the here and now, to use your breath, to use your body, to anchor yourself back into the here and now, it's a very powerful thing. Practice this three times a day or whenever you feel like your mind is running away from you. Practice that conscious breath. Practice feeling your feet. Practice being aware of the energy in your hand, in your body. Practice feeling your body. Being in the here and now, it makes the biggest difference. It sounds like such a small thing and it's not going to change your situation. It's not going to fix your whole life, but it's going to help you not lose yourself to the situation. So being present and being mindful might be a better option than trying to meditate and just going, 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 going the whole time. Try that out. Let me know. The next thing that I would suggest you do, number two, is make room. So a lot of times when we're going through a difficult time, it's not easy to clean up our space, to clean up our house, to clean up our life, clean up our thinking. And I want you to start doing that when you're going through a difficult time. Now you might say, Melissa, the last thing I want to do is tidy my house when I'm feeling down or going through a difficult season. So how about you clean out your mind. How about you take a blank piece of paper and you just do a dump about how you're feeling, what's going on inside of you, what's going on in your spirit, who are you angry with, what are you feeling guilt and shame about, what are you worried about, where are you at? Clearing out what is in your mind is such a powerful thing. And then slowly start clearing out your space. People in Feng Shui and people in a lot of the energy healing arts and modalities are so big on what is in your space, what is in your aura, what is in your mind, what is in your physical reality. Because I believe one of the things that help me when I'm going through a difficult time is to make room consciously for healing. So I will affirm to myself that I'm clearing out this block 
I'm forgiving this person. I'm getting things out onto paper that used to just kind of haunt me in my mind. I will give away things that no longer serve me in my house. I will clear out my my energy. I will clear out the space around me. I will clear out my relationships as well if I need to so that I can make room for healing to enter. Life is a beautiful balance. And so many times we ask for more. We ask for healing. We ask for life to bring us more things or what we need, but there's no room. So where do you need to let go of things? Where do you need to make room? Where do you need to clear things out? Clear your home, clear your environment, clear your inner world for healing to be able to enter. Practice number three that I suggest when you're going through a difficult time is meaningful movement. So I'm not going to lecture you on the benefits of moving your body. One of my favorite affirmations is my body loves movement. And it's because it's true. So as a integrative nutrition health coach, I know the physical benefits that are tied to your emotions, tied to your happy hormones, tied to the longevity, health and wellness of your body, tied to the clarity of mind that you can have when you move your body. But I also know that when you're going through a difficult time, sometimes it's not so easy to get your butt off the couch. And that's kind of what I want you to do. But in a meaningful way, I don't want you to just move for the sake of movement. You can use movement, things like walks, yoga, swimming, stretching, Pilates, all of these low impact movements to help not only your body release endorphins, which are a natural mood booster, reduce stress, improve your sleeping, increase your overall energy levels, but also to go back to what your being loves to do. Your being loves to just be here in physical form. You came into this body to be human. And so many times when we're going through difficult periods in our life, we're in our minds a lot. We're in our minds. We live from the neck up. So this is another practice where I want you to drop down into your body. Do something where your mind kind of shuts off or your mind has to singularly focus on that practice, like when you're doing yoga. Engaging in these low impact workouts or low impact movements in a meaningful way can really help you increase all of the good things in your life. So make meaningful movement a part of your day, even when you're going through a rough time. And if you want to, you can add the fourth thing to that, and that's going back to mama nature. Being in nature, having walks in nature, all of those things are so beneficial. A lot of times we isolate ourselves when we're going through a rough time and that's fine because some of our healing is individual and we need solitude for that. But if you're feeling that way and you're not around people as much, just stay connected to nature. The benefits of spending time outdoors, even if it's in the smallest little piece of grass or looking at the sun or looking at the birds, hearing them chirp, going for a walk, anything like that can not only provide amazing benefits for your physical body, like lowering stress, improving mental clarity, boosting your overall mood, like literally changing your brain and your hormones, but it's soothing to our souls as well. We're a part of nature. We came from nature. It helps us feel like ourselves again. 
Because so many times when we go through difficult times, we've lost perspective that we are not human doings, but we're actually human beings. We are actually spiritual beings having a human experience. And what is more human than going back into nature and what is more divine than being in nature? So it's a beautiful union of your divinity and of your humanity when you spend time in nature. Feel the sun on your skin, breathe in some fresh air, go on a hike, challenge yourself, be singularly focused when you're in nature, put away the phone, you don't need to tweet about it, you don't need to capture a moment, just be in nature. And as you can see, you can use the previous things like being present in nature, meaningful movement in nature to really like you can even make room in your garden and pull out the weeds symbolically pulling out the weeds in your own life as well, making room. But spending time in mama nature is a powerful, powerful resource that we have. The fifth thing that I want to share with you is one of my favorite quotes. When you're feeling helpless, help someone. I heard that about eight years ago and it changed the game for me. So not only when we have a social connection to a goal or to a dream that we have, and what I mean by that is you want to work really hard so that you can buy your mom a house one day. You want to have the healthiest body so that you can run around with your grandkids one day. Not only when we tie social connection to our goals and dreams, do we reach them quicker. It's one of the things that high performers do. But when you're feeling helpless and you can take the focus off of you for a moment, take the focus off of your life, off of your story, off of everything that has to do with your little egoic life and being just for a moment and focus your energy on someone that might need you, your time, your energy, your advice, your love, your support, your physical contribution, your monetary contribution, whatever that is. It's a powerful thing. It's one thing that I add to all of my coaching programs. When you are feeling helpless, help someone. You can volunteer, you can volunteer at shelters, you can volunteer at, um, what do they call that, where you go and help the animals. I can't get the word. You can give of your time teaching the youth. You can you can contribute in whatever way you want. There are so many options out there, but I want you to really think about when you're feeling helpless. How about in the winter months you take a blanket to someone who might be sleeping on the street? How about you call up a friend that you know is going through a rough time? You just practice like deep listening with that friend, not giving advice, not sharing your story, just being there being that space holder for that person. You might be able to help them when you make room and you can bless someone with some of the blessings that used to be in your house. When you're feeling helpless, help someone. It's a principle that I try to live by. I don't always get it right. But I know that when I'm feeling at my most helpless, this one thing has changed the game for me. The last thing that I wanted to share with you while I was thinking about recording this episode today is one that I didn't really see coming. And number six, when it comes to practices, when you're feeling really beat down by life storms is I want you to audit who is in your life. I want you to audit the people that you surround yourself with. I want you to audit the people that you follow on social media. I want you to audit the energy of the people around you. We all know that we become who we surround ourselves with. There are so many studies. I know the one study says, even if you just work near 
not work with, just work near a high performer, your salary will increase and your productivity will increase by a certain percentage. The people in our lives make such a big difference. So when it comes to our lives, we need to take a look at the friends that are not really there to contribute to your life. We need to look at relationships from a point of view and a synergy like an infinity symbol where sometimes you give and sometimes you get. And I don't want you to think about take because so many times we see relationships as give and take. I don't like that. It it doesn't sit well with me. So I like to look at it when it comes to the best relationships in my life. There are seasons where I am the giver and there are seasons when I am the receiver. And for a really long time in my life, going through a lot of personal storms, I was the giver and I was the giver and I was the giver and I was never the the receiver. And it made such a big difference when I started looking at the relationships in my life, not looking at them in the terms of the longer you have someone in your life, the better it is. But looking at people are there for a season and therefore a reason. And I might have followed that person on social media for a season and a reason. But now every time I open up my feed, I feel even worse than I did before I started. How many people in your life are actually going to be able to give you inspiration to make it through these storms, to transmute that energy, to be the creator and the alchemist that you came here to be? And how many people in your life are actually dragging you down. I don't want you to not have relationship with them anymore. Not at all. Sometimes we need to go no contact. And that is a podcast episode for another day. But that's not what I'm asking at all. I'm saying your proximity and the amount of time you spend with them can be audited, especially when you are going through a rough time. So one of the examples I want to give is I had a friend who oh, she, I absolutely adore her to this day still. But every time I spoke with her, it used to drain me. I used to be physically tired afterwards. I used to be emotionally tired afterwards. And when I was going through a rough time and I would sit and listen to her talk and just like want advice from me and need energy from me and all of those things, it drained me so much. And I think it was the third or the fourth time I told my partner about it that I realized, oof. I might not have the capacity to be in her life in the same way that she's used to and that she wants from me. So I think I need to pull back my energy from that relationship. So that makes a big difference. And there might be some people in your life that just are going to be a little bit hectic when you're going through a hard time. And you have the not permission, but kind of permission to pull back a little bit to take care of you, to fill up your cup again, to say, you know what, love you, but gotta love you from a little bit further away for a while because I need to take care of me more than usual because that's what it is when you're going through rough times. So I hope this podcast helped you. Remember, be here now, make room, practice meaningful movement, go back to mama nature. When you're feeling helpless, help someone and audit the people in your life, see what is going on, face the reality of some relationships, really see 
where you need to maybe even form new relationships and new partnerships because that's what you need right now while you're going through these storms, like with a therapist, with a coach, with a doctor, etc., etc. And that's the last thing I want to leave you with. Change is the only certainty in life that we have. And that means that this situation will also change. Your storms won't last forever, no matter how bad they feel. I'd love to know your thoughts about this podcast episode. Find me online at Melissa Lane or find me at The Lifecraft. I'd love to know your thoughts. I'd love to hear what has helped you go through some of the storms in life that you have. Share it with me. Share it with the audience. We've got some great things coming up around the 100th episode that is about to launch and I appreciate you being here. And if you're going through a hard time, I want to leave you with this. Just keep going. It won't last forever. I love you. You matter. And I'm so happy that you're here. Have a great day and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and taking the time to invest in yourself and in your future. If you loved this episode, be sure to share it with us by leaving a positive review or tagging us in a post or in your stories. Share one thing that stood out or inspired you to live your everyday life better. This helps us create more meaningful episodes for you to enjoy. If you're not already following us on social media, be sure to follow at The Lifecraft for more inspiration and tools to help you live your most powerful life. And remember, you always have the power to craft a better life for yourself, and we are here to help you do just that. We'll connect again in the next episode, and until then, keep creating a life that you're excited to wake up to. We enjoy bringing you interviews from experts and everyday people so that they can talk about their experiences and share information, tips, and what has worked for them on their journey towards a better life. However, remember that the opinions or advice of our guests and myself, the host, should not be taken as personal, actionable advice and is given as general information and education only. Please always remember to consult a qualified professional before implementing any medical, financial, legal, or other advice that you believe might work for you. Lifecraft is not responsible nor liable for your decision when implementing anything you hear on the podcast. Please listen and act responsibly. The opinions of our guests do not represent the opinions or views of Lifecraft or Melissa Lane personally and are meant as information and general education only.